Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Do you want to know what one of the best things in professional wrestling is? It is, of course, the crowd reaction, also known in the world of wrestling as the pop. I mean, think about it. You're stood behind a curtain, then your music starts playing, and thousands of people just go, oh my God, this is the greatest moment of my life. Of course, that's going to get into your tum-tum, and it's going to make you feel pretty damn good. It's why all wrestling fans do indeed go on YouTube and type in best wrestling pops ever, but what we should be doing here and there is typing in the 10 wrestling pops ever that we didn't know about. That's what we're going to do right now. My name is Simon from What Culture. Please hit that subscribe button. Let's go. Number 10, Kenta Kabashi returns from cancer. Wrestling is fun and one of the best things on the planet, but it's not all that important. And while sometimes it's good to go, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened and do a little bit of a moan, never get too outside your own box mostly because of events like this. Very much taking the predetermined and mixing it with reality. Seeing Kenta Kabashi turn to Budokan Hall after not only experiencing cancer but getting over it is one of those moments when you'll think somebody's cutting onions. The crowd roared their approval knowing everything that he had been through to get to this point. Honestly, it really, really, really is emotional stuff. This was made even more special because it basically tied into Kenta's career who had always been the underdog babyface waiting to do a big comeback. Also, he never took time off, so when he had to go away for 18 months in 2006, well, the end result was this, and it was damn beautiful. Number nine, Tanahashi heads to New Orleans. When New Japan Pro Wrestling was smashing it a few years back, those in charge went, well, it's all good us doing shows here in Japan, but why don't we go do some in America to capitalize on this popularity? And that's exactly what they should have done. The problem was management pitched this still wrong and decided, well, if we're gonna sell tickets, we better get some stars from the West. Whereas every single fan that was going to these shows wanted to see the stars from the East. When they didn't get these people, there was understandable disappointment, but thankfully those pulling the strings heard this, which brings us to the WrestleMania weekend in 2018. Because in front of a true hardcore audience from nowhere, Hiroshi Tanahashi just turned up to participate in a six-man event. And as you figured from this video, the audience went crazy. He then sent them into a frazy by doing what only the ace can, which is basically having good matches without even thinking about it. And the shock return or the shock appearance is always one of the best because obviously, stands to reason, you never see it coming. Number A, Magnum TA walks. Had Magnum TA not been in a horrific car accident that cost him his career, 
he would have been one of the biggest stars ever in wrestling. And everybody knew this too. Promoters knew it, wrestlers knew it, the fans knew it. And it's why he was being pushed to the moon. But yes, then very sadly, tragedy struck. As it turned out though, this was so bad, he suffered damage down his right side, which basically left him paralyzed. And he was told by doctors, you ain't ever gonna walk again. So when in 1987, the Crockett Cup, Magnum TA actually walked to the ring, the reaction is on another level. And it's not really like unusual wrestling pop. It is people stunned because they had been told this was never going to happen and now they were seeing it. So it's just pure emotion and pure happiness wrapped up into wrestling. And once again, it's a great reminder that while wrestling is important, my word, it's not everything. Number seven, Shinya Hashimoto brings it out. New Japan was crazy popular in 1996 and they were basically creating a template for wrestling that everybody was going to borrow down the line. They also came up with a concept when they were going to do an interpromotional feud, which brings us to this entry. Because yes, the decision was made to have NJPW taking on the UWFI, and as we have seen time and time again in this industry, it didn't really go to plan because one side just ran over the other. Even with all that though, when Hashimoto was able to defeat Nobuhiko Takada for the IWGP Championship, people felt like they'd just been saved from a fate worse than death. This was the case for the whole match as well as the hometown hero was just cheered on as if he was the savior of everything. And by the time he lands his brain buster, well, I'm gonna do that thing I always do, just go and watch it and open your ears. I mean, some people say the explosion was so loud it can still be heard today. I mean, that's not true, it's utter hyperbole, but when you see it, you will understand. Number six, Nikita Koloff atones. Because pro wrestling is pro wrestling, when Magnum TA, who we talked about earlier, did suffer that devastating injury, somebody was going to need to be slotted into his role. It sounds terrible to say that because we should be focused on the individual, but again, that's just what happens. It didn't mean we had to shuffle the decks and watch. The decision was made to take Nikita Koloff, who of course was booed because he was a dastardly Russian, team him up with Dusty Rhodes, basically turn them into a super duper tag team. The reaction to this was legendary though, because as Dusty is being beaten up within a steel cage, out comes Nikita Koloff, he starts to help the American dream, and it's like all of your dreams and all of your nightmares have come together, and now you live in the best life. I mean, even Dusty himself and commentator Tony Schiavone said that this was one of the loudest noises they'd ever been involved in when it came to professional wrestling, and it all came down to something so simple. This evil foreigner had decided to atone for his sins, but now we're gonna cheer him. Number five, Tsuyoshi Kikuchu goes full babyface. When you first get into Japanese wrestling, you're told that fans are gonna be quiet. They're not like those Westerners. They will sit and they will applaud when something is pleasing to them, but otherwise they like to observe and they like to watch. And that does and it can happen, but it's not just reduced to this. Just go and watch Kikuchi and Kabashi taking on Dan Crowfat and Doug Furness and all of this will be proven incorrect. This is the case instantly too, as within seconds, Kikuchi is raining down punches and the fans get so loud and he gets so hyped up, I kid you not, he almost falls out of the ring. Every fan then stands up and starts pumping their fists simultaneously because they're so happy for what they're seeing. And I kid you not, all of this happens within the first 60 seconds of the match. It is, as The Rock used to say, electrifying, and it truly is something to behold. They absolutely love this man. And before Dean Malenko reveals his face. That sounds weird, doesn't it? But it is absolutely true. Because when Dean Malenko was feuding with Chris Jericho over the Cruiserweight title in 1996, the future champion would do every single thing he could to try and wreck Dean Malenko's career. He even kind of took shots at his family. Eventually, 
Eventually, Jericho took out Malenko for good, or at least he thought that was the plan, until he got to the Slamboree pay-per-view, and WCW pulled a fast one. Because it was Chris Jericho taking on the Mexican marvel known as Play, but it wasn't Play at all, and after he had done a bunch of moves onto Jericho, he pulled off his mask, it was the returning Dean Malenko, and everybody is just so happy, and that comes out the TV, hits you in the head, and you happy too. And this was so well done, and the shock so well pulled off, and everybody hated Chris Jericho right down to their tootsie toes. They were desperate to see Malenko get his revenge, and the fact he did it by being sneaky and intelligent was just the icing on the cake. Number three, Clash of the Champions 2. Do you want to know what headline this pay-per-view? Sting and Dusty Rhodes taking on Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. I don't care what generation you're from, that's just good. A true past, present and future match. It takes all of 2.5 seconds to realize that Sting was about to become a megastar because my word, he just pokes his head out in front of the crowd and he is getting cheered. His journey was about to go up. It's probably a big reason this ranked as one of Cody Rhodes' favorite matches ever. And you could even say that maybe he models his babyface persona on Sting. But the Stinger is so good here and he just understands how to hold every single individual in his hand. You also have to give a bunch of credit to Arn Anderson who totally understood how to make a babyface and is selling Sting as this terrifying warrior before they've even locked up. Honestly, if you an up-and-coming wrestler, you need to go check this out. The only real shame here is that you see that Steve Borden and Dusty Rhodes were a tag team, and then you realize it didn't last that long. I tell you, it's just so pure, and it just works so well. Number two, Finn Balor returns home. During the Christmas of 2016, Finn Balor decided to return home to Dublin. He was rehabbing an injury, and given the old indie promotion ODT was just down the road, he thought, why don't I make a little trip? The company went out of their way to nail the presentation too, to the point you would not have thought you were watching an independent promotion. And when the fans in the arena realized that it's Finn Bala. Oh my gosh, they can't contain themselves. I thought a wall was going to fall down through the sheer force of noise. Bala was in complete control here too, because as soon as he starts talking, they all go silent because they're desperate to hear what he's going to say. And honestly, it was like every single person in there just been told they were going to get free pizza for life. Like, if you're a music fan, imagine going to see, I don't know, Metallica in like a venue that only holds 150 people. You wouldn't be able to believe your luck. This is exactly that, but for the demon. Number one, Kyle O'Reilly goes lights out. I have said this many a time, but one of the best things about wrestling is the trick when it goes to turning off the lights. This was basically popularized by Paul Heyman and ECW who would do it all the time. And I say good for them. And I say if you are a wrestling promotion in 2021, however often you are doing it, it. it also means now us the fans are conditioned to know that if we do have a blackout you should expect something big and this is exactly what pwg did a few years ago because they knew that kyle o'reilly was going to return at all-star weekend 11 so what better way to do this than to hit the lights allow him to go after mount rushmore just kick all their asses honestly he kicks their asses so hard I think he was beating them up for real. You're also a bit worried for the fans because they are hitting the ring with so much force you think one of them's going to break a wrist. And O'Reilly's energy here is just unmatched. I mean, he is feeding off his people. It is tremendous. A proper you've got to go and see what PWG just did moment. In many ways, this also cemented Kyle O'Reilly as the superstar he was going to become. And it's why on the down low, he deserves a lot more than he's currently getting in NXT. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.